Hey, just wanted to offer you a chance to get to the Resonate conference that's sold out that's coming up in May. It's May 15th and 16th in Atlanta. I bought an extra ticket, and I'm going to give it away to someone who subscribes to my newsletter. Yes, you're going to have to subscribe. You can text the word RESONATE to 44222, the word RESONATE to 44222. It's going to ask you for your email, and that's what it's going to take to get entered into the drawing. It's one ticket. I paid for it personally. Um, you get to hang out with me. It is Monday the 14th and includes a cocktail party. It includes lunch both on Tuesday and Wednesday, and it includes an incredible dinner Tuesday night. And I just can't wait because I think it's one of the best conferences. What I, what I described it last year, because a bunch of people asked me, hey, what was it like? Very technical, and the attendees were younger. Now, I'm an old dude. And compared to that, they were definitely younger, but they were so technical. Uh, one of the guys I was talking to was selling on 16 different channels. The details and the intimacy, because you're so close to the speakers, you get to talk to them, you get to ask and go deeper. And it's just really, really a valuable conference put on by Seller Labs. Yes, they're one of my sponsors of the show, but I bought the ticket. So, you know, to be fair, um, it is sold out. They didn't give it to me, but I want to help them because I think it helps you. And so for me, um, to get a chance to see Ezra Firestone speak, I've not seen him speak personally, face-to-face. -face. I'm dying. Brett Bartlett. Uh, when you see James Thompson um, from Prosper Show, Peter Kearns, um, they've got this uh, expert coming in who's doing uh, talking about Instagram, and she is talking about Instagram um influencers and how to use them for your products. I mean, this is really, really intense stuff. It's it's held in an amazing place. This was a new venue in Atlanta. So you're responsible for your own hotel, your own flight, your own transportation to the event, but the ticket itself is paid for. I paid for it because I'd like to hang out with you. So if you're interested in it, all you have to do is text RESONATE to 44222 and it'll ask you for your email. That's the cost. And you're going to get subscribed to my newsletter, which I think is a valuable newsletter. But then again, maybe I'm biased. But if you want to come and hang out with me in Atlanta, it's going to be in May, coming up quick. So I'll probably choose the uh, the person pretty quickly. So any questions, just send me a note at Stephen at ecommercemomentum.com, Stephen at ecommercemomentum.com. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products, and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Stephen Peterson. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 290, Travis Ross. Yes, Travis is back, and we're here to discuss a whole bunch of things. Uh, one of them, he just blows my mind with such a great, uh, such a great ending. Oh my goodness. You got to listen to the end of this because there's really strong advice at the end. Um, and I think the way he put it was really, really well put. Also, you're going to get a special discount on the Rocky Mountain Conference um, that you can only get here. And I don't benefit in any way other than you getting a discount. So just want to say, if you want to, if you're interested in going to that conference, uh, listen, and I'll give a code that you can use to save some additional money. Let's get into the podcast. All right, welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited for today's guest. He's a three Peter. Um, episode number seventy-five was his first episode that he was on. That was in two thousand sixteen, more than two years ago. I am blown away with the success he has. I can't wait to hear what's happening, Travis Ross. Welcome back, Travis. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate it. I appreciate you coming back on because last time I had you back on episode one seventy-three, and that was more than a year ago. Um, you had completely 
changed your business focus. Uh, now, I shouldn't say that. You were evolving with your business. It was, uh, you were originally a big ra you know, uh, from the church, which it's a great backstory. You should go back and listen to episode 75. But you were a big ra and you were moving into private label. You're dipping your toes in there. You're working with Andy in a little bit, and you were, you were moving on. Um, in the meantime, you had this massive conference. Your second year was last year, and it was by all, everything. It was a success, no, no doubt. Fair? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Huge. It was a great success. Yeah, it was a great success. Huge turnout, uh, very successful, a lot of learning, a lot of great speakers, a lot of great venue. I, I really I, I really love the venue you guys have. And I always tell you this, your audio guy is unbelievable. Your audio video <laughs> guy, very, very strong. Um, but the content's really strong. And we'll talk about the conference that's coming up. Um, and it's coming up soon. And I do have an extra discount code for listeners, so we'll get to that. But Travis, personally... Your business is doing okay, buddy. Yeah, it's grown a lot. I mean, I, I remember um, when I first came on, I remember the numbers I was doing. Um, and, you know, it's it's definitely uh, increased. There's, you know, I've got employees now. And um, it's it's gone a lot of different directions. Hmm. Wait, and, stop there a second, because I'm interested in each one of these pieces. Because <laughs> No, because it's interesting to me, because for you to to make that statement, you know, to say it's gone in different directions, that's different than what you would expect then, right? Mm -hmm. You thought you were going to go this way. And that happens all the time, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah, I think it, it in any thriving business, um, you know, pivoting is that's kind of the, the word that we like to use the, the, the buzzword. But yeah, I mean, you have to pivot or you'll, um, you won't succeed, or at least you'll, you can plateau. And well, I didn't want to plateau. Well, how do you pivot? So, so is it where, you know, most people say, Hey, put your head down, do the work, right? Put your, do you put blinders on? Maybe that was the old way. And then <sighs> you just tunnel straight ahead, but then the shiny objects keep shining at you, right. Travis. How do you, how do you know which one's the right <laughs> one? <laughs> I am, you know, total shiny object syndrome guy. I, I get bored honestly with things and you know, when I'm going one direction for a long, long time, I, I do, I find myself um, just kind of getting bored with that one thing. And so then I see something else. And, and so a lot of times I would try things and fail, but some of those things actually stuck. And, and that's really what I mean when I say I went in a lot of different directions, because a, a lot of the directions were dead ends or, or I just kind of be done with that thing and realize, okay, this was a, a, a colossal waste of time. Um, but a lot of the other things, I mean, you know, like, like the conference that, you know, that took off. And so we continue to, to focus on that. Um, and then obviously in, in my business there, you know, the private label thing has continued to, uh, to, to grow and to build. And I've gotten better at that or, or better at understanding it, I guess. And, you know, just different things like that. So, and then, but then on the other side, um, we spent probably three months just really hitting wholesale really hard last year. And, um, it was, it was a tough time. Um, I, I luckily I had some, I had some other things that were going on in the background that were helping us, helping sustain us during that time. Um, as far as our sales numbers and our sales numbers didn't really dip, but, um, we spent a lot of time, energy and money, um, trying to, trying to find good wholesale accounts. And I'm not sure, um, I mean, I, I can't really put my finger on why it didn't, didn't succeed, but then, you know, we were coming into fourth quarter and I said, okay, um, I can't continue to 
to try this wholesale thing um, while there's so much low-hanging fruit in fourth quarter with RA. And so we we switched gears again and, you know, went really strong with RA and, um, you know, and, and kind of turn, turned it around. But um, I, I kind of regret the time that I spent trying to, you know, I really spun my wheels a lot with wholesale. And perhaps my... Um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons that it could have gone wrong, you know, but um, it didn't, it just didn't really work for us. And so that was a challenge and, and a little bit of a frustration, but that's one of the, or one of the examples of a direction that I went that turned out for us to be a dead end. I would guess that wholesale for you would be boring. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind because there's nothing creative about it unless you can take and, you know, create bundles, which again, you're back to private label, right? And because right. I've seen you work in private label, I've seen you get excited about a product. I, I know one of your products. I've seen mm-hmm. that when you describe it, I mean, you've, you're animated. Um, yeah. I just can't imagine you're like, oh, Steve, I got two pallets of, uh, of uh, sneakers in today, you know, my <laughs> wholesaler, man, they are sexy. You know what I mean? I just, it's just not the same. And so that's not, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's as a failing. I think that's an acknowledgement. Hey, that wasn't the right lane for me. And then you look at like a Dan and an Eric or uh Todd Lammy or uh, Charlene. I mean, th- there are people that just, that's their lane. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I have, I have a, um, uh, he's not really a partner, just a, a friend that's also in this business. I actually, kind of showed him the ropes when he first started, but he's, he's really been successful. And he was actually having some success in wholesale and somewhat convinced me to kind of move into that. And I'll tell you what, um, <laughs> he's not doing as much wholesale either. He's, <laughs> he's also kind of turned, turned his business towards, um, towards more private label. They actually uh, created a brand and are having real success with some private label things that they've created, um, targeting a specific niche audience. And, um, and so, but he's, he's basically done with wholesale too. So it's, it's really strange because I, I would have no problem being successful in wholesale. I just, for whatever reason, just struck out so many times that, um, you know, it's like, don't touch the stove because it's hot. Well, I'm not going to keep touching it if I keep burning myself. And that's what I felt like with wholesale. I, other people have great success and, you know, here's to them. Um, it just wasn't, wasn't for us really. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, that doesn't mean you can't go back to, I just had an interview yeah. with somebody who took a year and uh, um, kind of sat back, right? Kind of right. needed to adjust because things weren't going great for him. And he's like, wait mm-hmm. a second, I've got my, my iron and too many fires. Right. So I'm going to pull back and then go. And a year later, now he's able to move forward. It's actually private label in that scenario. But mm-hmm. it makes sense. Sometimes you just got to – but, you, you know, the other positive thing is my bet is you learned a whole bunch of things. Yeah, yeah I was just going to mention that. I mean, I think the one thing that I do take away from that whole situation was, um, I mean, prior to that, you know, we did a lot of RA. We did a lot of PL. Um you know, and some liquidation and just other things like that. We didn't have to be as detailed, I guess, or have as many SOPs, you know, standard operating procedures and things like that. And when we started doing the wholesale, we really, really, really got into the nitty gritty and, and okay, first click this, then go here, then, you know, just sourcing and things like that. And I think that that has translated um, to even our RA business. We have, you know, we have several shoppers and we have um, we're using prep centers, and we're, we're we basically have systematized a lot, a large portion of the business that I don't think we would have done had we not kind of 
cut our teeth a little bit on that uh, with the wholesale thing. So that was tuition. So when you think about the tuition that it cost you, that length of time, I hopefully you didn't lose any money, but you did. You lost time, which is really right. expensive. If that was invested into those SOPs for the rest of your business, would you credit that with the part of the reason you're having so much success? And if so, was that cost worth it? Looking yeah, back. I, I, I understand that. I mean, that's a that's a great. I mean, that's kind of where that was going. That's a great question, and, and I I honestly I don't want to say yes. <laughs> but you don't I want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to admit it. It's painful. It was, in my mind, it was a failure. You know, a quote, I'm doing air quotes. It was a failure, but we did. We learned a ton, and and um, well, yeah. There's how about this? Did you lose a lot of money that. doing it? We lost a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but let's like let's said. money. Did you lose a lot of money? No, no, okay. we lost some. Okay. Some, so, so then, then, you know, I think you're wrong. I don't think it was a failure. I think it was a place, you know, here's the other thing, uh, Travis, maybe you had to do that. Maybe your mm-hmm. business is forcing you to do that, to say, Hey, get your house in order. Right. right. You know, I mean, think about what your kids, right? You've got a lot of kids. How many times have you sat them back down and said, Hey, let's get back to basics here when things don't go so right, you know, and now you're having incredible success. I don't, to me, I, I from an outsider's point of view, Again, I didn't go through the pain. Um, it sounds like it was well worth it. Um, what else What else would you say has given you the success? I hear a confidence about you. Is that fair too? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel more secure in our business than I probably ever have. I mean, as far as just, um, and I say that time, kind of tongue in cheek because most of my income comes from Amazon and, and how can you feel secure when right, right. <laughs> most of your income is on one channel? And, and we all know all the horror stories, um, that comes with, with Amazon. But, but yeah, I feel, I feel like, um, it can run, it runs without me, um, in a way that it never has. Um, uh, my, my wife's way more involved in it now that, well, she was at the very beginning, she helped a lot. And then she, about a year and a half, she really wasn't as involved. And just recently, in, in the last probably three to four months, she's jumped in quite a bit, and um, and and that's been really cool because she takes she she does all of the you know we do a lot of merch, um, and then we use those designs in other avenues um, to sell different products, and and she has really owned that side of the business. And I mean, at first, I had to kind of you know, give some direction and, and, and help coach her into some of the things that needed to happen. But since she's gotten, I mean, she's really systematized it. She, we have, you know, probably five or six VAs that she's constantly working with and, and she's just owned that. So that's a piece that I don't even have to think about really. Um, but it's bringing in money and it's, it's, it's a successful, uh, venture. Um, and then I can, fo- and then I have a, a key employee that really runs all of my shoppers for me. Um, and he, he basically, and he also run, we have a a prep center that we work with. He's also in, in a lot of contact with them and making sure that, uh, we even have SOPs for our, for our processor, for our, you know, guy that, that processes all of our stuff. So all I'm doing honestly is, you know, I'm planning a conference, obviously I'm, I'm developing some PL products and I'm looking for deals in other ways, maybe doing some OA. Um, obviously I still, for whatever reason, I'm, I still do our books. I like to see the numbers, so I'm doing those. Um, but like, if I want to go away for a week, 
I can go away for a week and the business is going to keep on going. What you describe, though, is you're kind of settling in. You know, it's interesting. You're the second mm -hmm. person I just interviewed where they're settling in because they've kind of created these systems and this process in place. How hard is it, though, to give up that control? I mean, is it, <laughs> is it easier, though, because you have your SOPs? I, and I understand other people worked on them, but you're kind of still in control. Does that, is that what you can hang on to, kind of? Yeah, I mean... It you want the real answer. You need to ask my wife. <laughs> She's always in charge. I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I no, no. I know what she would say is that it's super hard for me to give ah, up control. Okay. She sits, you know, five feet from me at her desk and I'm constantly turning around and going, what you working on? You know, and I have mm -hmm. to learn to not do that as much. And I don't, to my credit, I don't as much as I did at first. Um, but a lot of, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, frustrated frustration coming uh, from both of us as we tried to work through our roles in the business. And really, my biggest growth uh, point and challenge has been to let go. I've had to do that with, obviously, with my wife and, and that side. And then I've tried to really do it with my employee. I mean, yeah, I'm still going to read over the SOPs and I'm going to tweak them and I'm going to be frustrated when something goes wrong with something or I'm, and I'm going to tell him about it. And he understands that. But overall, um, he's pretty dang independent now, but that's been a big, that's been a process that didn't so, happen. overnight. So when something does go wrong, are you going right back to the SOP and saying, Hey, Steve, you didn't follow this or you're right. This is a problem that I own because you know, me, Travis created this SOP and there's an error and I didn't count on that happening. And therefore let's learn from that together. That's well, to, to be fair. Both have happened. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah. awesome though. I mean, think about it from the employee's point of view. It's like, hey, you know, you know, I'm sitting here saying, hey, Travis, you created this. I'm doing what you asked me to do. You can't come down on me. Or, or hey, here's something you've ever seen. Right. right. And wow. And so that's, it sounds like both of you go, how about this with your wife? Your kids, what's your youngest? How old's your youngest? Uh, oh, youngest is eight. Okay, eight. So at some point, you know, this isn't going to be a house full of, Rugrats, it's going to be <laughs> Travis and his wife. And so yeah. the fact that you're getting to common ground and handling more conflict, right? Just with the mm -hmm. two of you, because it, normally it's with the kids, right? That's different. This is a pretty cool place to get to um, in your relationship, especially getting past all that and getting, I mean, I just think others could learn a lot from you uh, helping their spouse find a place in your business. Um, which isn't packing boxes or it isn't whatever shopping, if that's not her lane. Right. To me, that's a very cool thing to get to. Yeah, it's been really cool for me. And, and I don't even know if I've actually said this to my wife and, uh -oh. um, I pro I know I probably should. You better, as so soon just, as you I'll get just, done I'll with just this, let her listen to this, this that's right. uh, podcast. That's Honey, what I'll do. I just, all right, I go ahead. Say it. I'll just let her listen to it. Honey, talk to her. <laughs> Honey, start it uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, what I've been impressed was the the level of organization and the way that she's really owned this thing. Um, now, to, to be fair, part of that has been me telling her, hey, I really want you to own this thing. And when she, you know, has a question or once, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what do you think? And I put it back on her. But she's um, she doesn't ask me as much anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, she's really owning it. And, um, and I'm, I mean... 
I think it's okay. I can, I think it's okay to be proud for proud of your wife, but I, re- cause I really am. I'm really proud of her the way she's owned this whole thing. Dude, it's, it's an awesome place to get to, right? Yeah. Because that transfers to whole bunches of other things. All of a sudden, you know, mom can handle this. She can handle that. She can handle that. Because what's also cool is now your conversation, when you're talking about this junk, she actually understands what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally true. And, and that's so, uh, that probably contributes to a lot of my just peace or relaxation with the business because I have somebody that I can talk to about it and uh, it's not an employee. Right. You know? It's somebody you can trust with the intimate details, right? And that's because that's part of the challenge. It's great to have somebody to talk to, but sometimes you can't tell them everything. Right. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's going well. Uh, I love I love that. You mentioned the conference. So let's talk about the conference. The conference is coming up. Mm-hmm. And... You've added, you know, uh, a pretty cool piece of your business is the conference. And to me, the fact that, because that's not an easy thing to pull off. I mean, to get mm-hmm. several hundred, I mean, there were a couple hundred people there, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're talking a couple hundred people coordinated, dozens of speakers, all kinds of sponsors, all the venue, meals, all different kinds of things to handle. That seems to be uh, doing well and doing well for you and Paul. To mm-hmm. me, that's also a smart way to diversify your business in some ways. Can you talk about the benefits you've received for your business, getting to mm-hmm. know the level of speakers on the intimate level? I mean, has it brought you a lot of knowledge and, you know, cause you put a lot of effort into it other than money. I know you benefit a little bit of money and I'm sure you don't make a lot, but, but it's yeah. really the, the depth of knowledge and relationships. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the first, uh, well, there's, I'm, I'm, my brain's going a, a million miles an, an hour just because there's so many uh, benefits. When we first did the, when I first came on your podcast, um, I didn't know, you know, a quarter of the people in this business that, that I know now. Um, and, and that's due to networking. And, and I, I could probably go down the list and tell, tell you how, each one of these different people or a lot of these different people have helped my business in one way or the other. There was, there was a, this is a funny story. There was a, a buy I did of a, of a hazmat item. Um, and it was, it was on purpose. I was going to self-fulfill it and, um, and I was going to make some decent money on it. And I got the buy cost down really low and, and I had probably, it was a three pack of this hazmat thing. And, um, it was on two pallets in my garage hmm. and, uh, and I was going to just fulfill it because it was going to make me, you know, I don't know, um, probably ten, fifteen dollars. Uh, and I got it. I bought it for two, and it was going to make me ten or fifteen dollars. Well, the moment I got it all into my garage and restacked it, Amazon comes on it, and Amazon's staying on this thing. I mean, they're not getting off. So I had that stuff in my garage for probably six months, eight months. Now it's, you know, it's only eight hundred dollars worth of buy cost or something like that because it was like two dollars and I had like four hundred of them. Um, but Eddie Levine, uh, I was telling him about it for, I don't know how it came up, but he was like, well, let me, let me see if I can sell it to Amazon for you. Cause I do a lot of one piece stuff, you know, and I sell directly to Amazon. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing just to get it out of my freaking garage, you know? And so sure enough, um, I sold all of this stuff to Amazon for like $4 a unit when I, you know, so I still made a little bit of money 
Um, and it was out of my garage and I was never going to sell through it with Amazon on the listing because the, the weight and the merchant fulfilled, you know, all of that stuff, the, the shipping costs, I was taking a loss, but I sent it to Amazon and I immediately had a profit and it was out of my, and that was just because I knew Eddie from all of these events, um, you know, and, and I didn't know him before I started doing this conference to your point. That is awesome. So I got this me uh, message. Uh, okay. So. And I'm not going to tell you the person's name. And he just said, thank you about my show, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he said, he asked me a question. And he said, I've heard you say in the past that you enjoy going to conferences that are held all over. Now, I do. I really do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you truly find the value in attending them? I've never gone for one for two reasons. First, there's cost. And it's hard to justify the cost in the company. Um, but now the company, because he works for a company, is starting to see the value of selling online. And it's funny, just before this call, a friend of mine who owns a business called me and said, Steve, can I sell this product on Amazon? And they're in the retail location. And I'm like, sure, I can help them. Mm -hmm. And so it's funny how more and more people are asking this question, right? And mm -hmm. so he said, uh, so the company is starting to say, wait, maybe this online thing is going to catch right? <laughs> Which is interesting, <laughs> right? And I'm sure he's, he's beating his head against the wall, right? Right. <laughs> and then second, I don't like to travel, never liked it. But with that being said, you know, he's asking me to help him pick an event or one that I, I could recommend um, as a not miss show. And so I think a lot about those things. And I always tell people, you've got to find the group that you fit with, right? Because, you know, some are a little more uh, open uh, to new sellers. Some are a little more um, um, further along sellers, that kind of thing. I'd mm -hmm. say Rocky Mountain, though, puts you right right in the sweet spot because you do have some newer sellers that come to that event, and you're looking at some of your speakers, mm -hmm. they're talking to some, but then you've got some pretty advanced. Is that by design, or, or what are you trying to do? Yeah, I, I think... I think originally the conference was, hey, we know all of these people from Facebook. Let's get them all in the same room and invite a bunch of people to hang out and let's have a conference. Um, and, and, and it really was the desire to meet all these people and actually, you know, have actual networking and some face to face interactions. And I think this year, um, you know, we, we, we tried a little harder to, to, to have a few people that people maybe didn't know. Um, so there would be, I mean, you know, let's, there's a lot of people that speak at a lot of different conferences. Right. And if you do go to a lot of conferences, you can hear the same person over and over again, which, you know, that there, I'm not saying anything's wrong about that because a lot of these people, they spend a lot of time on their, on their content and they don't, they don't teach the same thing twice to two different, at two different events. So, um, so kudos to those people. But at the same time, I think that there's a value in, and maybe hearing some different perspectives. And so, um, yes, I think we did try to make it as, uh, as friendly to a newer seller as possible, but at the same time, um, we, you know, we have people that have been selling, you know, five, $10 million, you know, plus, um, that have some really advanced strategies and some really advanced tactics that, that they may not necessarily share from stage or they will. I mean, they, they may or may not, but, you know, if you if, if you're an advanced seller, you can have an advanced conversation with them because um, at these at, at least at our event, all of these uh, speakers are very approachable and they're hanging out, you know, during the conference in the same room with us. You know, they're doing the same networking things and um, and they're very approachable. I've, that's one thing I found in the FBA community is even the, you know, the quote unquote gurus or the people that are selling a ton 
are really pretty down to earth and are willing to, you know, kind of share some, some really interesting things over a, over a beer or something, you know, after the show or whatever. So, so yes, I think we did design it with both the newer seller and the advanced seller in mind. Um, yeah, I think so. Well, it's a very exciting because, you know, and, and somebody's going to be like, well, Steve, you're pitching our conference. Steve doesn't benefit in any way, as he didn't last year, but I was there and it blew me away. It was just such a great, great event. So let's talk about a couple of the speakers. Anna Hill, who mm-hmm. I am, oh, I got a little bit of a crush on her from an accounting <laughs> point of view. I like accounting. I can't help it. I was just with her in Vegas, so we were hanging out and I got to meet one of her partners. Oh my God, they're so strong. They are so... Mm-hmm. They're just so approachable and they're so mm-hmm. can do, you know, Hey, I've got this big shoebox full of receipts. What do I do? Okay. Right. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's get through it. I just had somebody else come on and tell me that Anna helped them. And then eventually they hired her, but she did it all for free. Um, just mm-hmm. an amazing, amazing CPA who sells, um, yeah. Robin Johnson, mm-hmm. one of the strongest speakers, but just, she's a real seller, um, knows it well really puts the effort and energy into it. Her husband, they, they just really have built a great company. Garland Sullivan. Nobody's seen Garland speak, but Garland <laughs> and uh, Max sell millions from down right. in Florida and quietly. Um, and, and you got Mitchell Lip, Harvey Specter to speak. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen him speak and it's very entertaining, but he's a regular guy, just a regular guy who will show you that you can do it. Anthony Biscuglia, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. um, Mr. <laughs> Merch, he's really yeah. killing it, um, really strong. Rachel Greer, super knowledgeable, former Amazon work employee, knows everything, and Assad, I love Assad. Yeah. I've gotten Assad, to hang out with us. I've gotten to hang out with him a bunch of different times. Yeah, super smart. Nobody knows him um, mm-hmm. yet. Yet <laughs> he knows so much in our business, and he applies his other business. So you've got a lot of great uh, Casey Goss, Eddie Levine. Uh, who am I missing here? I don't know Edward Ruffin, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, I am very, very excited about. Wait, PPC Ed from Seller yeah. Labs. Oh, he's from Seller yeah, Labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just he's with actually him. been helping me. He with just doesn't my, look like his picture. PPC. Yeah. Oh, he's super smart. Oh, he's super I'm blown smart. away. I'm blown away every time we get on a call and he's going through my account. I'm just blown away. So let me make one more pitch because I'm making a pitch about the Rocky Mountain, which again, I don't benefit other than you get to go, you get to enjoy yourself and you come back smarter to me that I win if you do that. But (laughs) I'm giving away a ticket to um, one ticket I bought uh, for um, Jeff uh, Cohen's conference to Seller Labs. And mm-hmm. the, what resonate. Giving, resonate. It's sold out. Yeah. You can't get a ticket. It's sold out. But I had bought two and I giving one away. And um, you get with if you win it, you get a half an hour with PPC Ed, huh. a personal cool. half an hour, as you know what that's worth. Yeah, he'll dive down deep at at down in Atlanta. And so uh, anyway, uh, there's information at the beginning of this episode, how you win that ticket. Um, but uh, you don't have to buy anything. So Back to your conference, uh, I don't want to downplay it because it's coming up. And so uh, you can save, and I really appreciate this. Again, Steve does not benefit, yet you as a listener does. You can save $25 off of the ticket price, and the ticket price goes up the end of this month. So that's why I got this in. I'm kind of rushed it ahead. I moved some other episodes because I just don't want to miss this opportunity for somebody because they'll it'll happen. Uh, four weeks from now, somebody messaged me, Steve, do you have a discount code for Rocky Mountain? It's getting close. I'm like, no, no, this is the time. It's $299 up until March 31st, and this will come out on the 29th. 
Okay, so you don't have a lot of time. However, if you use the code MOMENTUM25, you'll get a $25 off of that. So you'll right. get it for 274 bucks. You are not going to get it any cheaper. Uh, from this point, you cannot get it any cheaper. Um, there was a discount if you were a previous attendee, but that's, not, that's gone. And so this is for uh, somebody who wants to go. You're going to save uh, 25 bucks, and, and I really appreciate that because somebody who's on the fence... I'm recommending that you go to this conference because I personally have benefited from it. I learned things. I've met some amazing people and it's one of the best venues to hang out um, in any, in, a, in the country. Denver is easy to get into the, uh, actually the hotel's not that far from the airport. Yeah. It's only like 10, 10 or 15 minutes by Uber. But here's the best part. You get into this place and they have warm cookies. Literally, you walk up to the counter and they give you a warm cookie. They nonstop give you warm cookies. I must have ate 200 of those darn, and I don't even like chocolate, but they were warm, you know? You know what now, I'm just saying? Now, just, just to, you know, full disclosure, these are regular cookies, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is not, I'm not that Denver kind of guy. Sorry. Okay. I, I understand that this is a Denver thing. That's somewhere else. I don't participate. That's not me. But, but I did the, the real cookies, real chocolate chip. That's all they were. I, I pray. I did eat a lot of them. Uh, so, so what's next? Where do you think you're going next? As you sit back, uh, you're settling in. I'm, I'm, that's the second person I'm using this with, where you're settling in because you figured stuff out. You threw out a whole bunch of stuff. You tried some stuff and said, nope, nope, nope. And yeah. you maybe, yeah. you called yourself a little bit. You failed at some. I don't, I don't think you did. I think you tried it. It didn't work. wasn't your lane. Okay, push mm -hmm. it aside. My heart wasn't in it. What's next? I think um, for for us, I think the next logical step is to try to continue to diversify um, into other platforms. Um, specifically well, can you give an with, example? Yeah. Oh, you know, like Etsy, um, you know, selling some of our products that have, you know, with these graphics. Because we have, uh, you know, everybody's been jumping on the Merch by Amazon platform, you know, with good reason. It's, it's, a, it's a fabulous way to, to make you know, royalty income. Um, but we have these things when, you know, when we hire these designers and we have all of these designs, these are assets. We own these things. Right. And so what's the best possible way to take these assets and monetize them in other ways? And that's really, I think, the future for us. Um, we spent the first two months, solid two months, really, like we had been doing Merch by Amazon and we had some designers, but we really, really, really drilled it down. I mentioned the SOPs at the beginning of, uh, of the interview. And um, we really spent a solid two months going through our system and creating the spreadsheets that we needed and giving access to different designers and, and then actually hiring several more designers, hiring a virtual assistant to manage them and giving her specific SOPs. And so we've spent the time and really put our business or the, the, the merch side of the business on the back burner, we weren't uploading anything. Um, but now that that's kind of running, the next piece I think is to create those SOPs for those other platforms, you know, and and really kind of look at the other opportunities that we can monetize these assets that we own and that are, there, you know, there there's so much more potential than just merch by Amazon. There really is. If you can think outside of the box, you can go to some of these other platforms. Um, and that's where I want to be. I, I want to not be so completely dependent on um, FBA or Amazon FBA program. Now, the, the cool thing is it allows you to play in these other places, right? It gives you the fuel 
right, to get going mm-hmm. in these other places. But as you say, I love that. Monetize all your assets, uh, mm-hmm. your team, your designs, your creativity. I mean, I think it's so smart what you're describing. Dude, oh, I'm so excited. I'm very excited mm-hmm. for you because it's so cool to watch somebody kind of grow, our boys growing up. Our boy Travis is growing up. I'm very proud of you, son. No, it's I very cool. I have come a long way since you have come 75. A long way. You have come a long way. But what's cool is that you're willing to keep trying. You know, you're not, and my wife says I say it too much. I'm not going to talk about going in the corner and sucking your thumb. See, honey, I didn't say it. But it's, it's true. You're not. You're pushing forward. Okay, tried it, moved on. Sharpened a little bit. Andy always says iron sharpens iron, right? You go to these conferences, you learn something, you get smarter, you surround yourself with smarter people, you get better, you help other people, you get better. This is exactly the right plan. Now we're going to monetize all of our assets. Dude, that's, that's my headline. I love that line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to uh, close with this. Conference is coming up. Um, it's June 1st, June 2nd in Denver, Colorado. It's a Friday, Saturday. Lots of people come in on Thursday. There's a ton of great speakers. I, I mentioned a whole bunch of them. I mean, it, there's some really good speakers. And you're going to get time to see these guys. The place isn't that big. I mean, so the bar isn't that big. So you're going to be able to get to hang with them. There's a great seating area right there where Dan Wentworth and I would meet every morning for coffee. Um, <laughs> it's just a great opportunity. Um, June 1st and June 2nd, again, the price is 299 bucks until the end of this month. If you use the code MOMENTUM25, you save $25 off of that. All right? That's a big deal. Save the $25. Bucks. Uh, use that to, to buy somebody a beer. And right. that's how you're going to learn something. And then... Um, it goes right through uh, Saturday, and then most people leave on Saturday or they leave on Sunday, Travis. Uh, some leave Saturday night, but I think most uh, most people actually leave Sunday because okay. there's always going to be some networking events in the evenings. So people stay for that and then leave on Sunday. And that's really where the real learning takes place because you're right. going to talk about a problem you have, and there's going to be six different people that can help solve that. And out of those six, there's a, usually an option for you that will work. And when you hear those other six, you're going to think of things you never thought of. And then your business advances. And when you can advance in big steps like that, I think it's very valuable. Okay, so I'm going to have the links out here for all the conference stuff uh, on this episode. Again, Momentum 25 will get you 25 bucks off. That is very awesome of you. Uh, the price goes up by 50 bucks. April 1st, Mm -hmm. and that's not an April Fool's joke. That is real. Mm -hmm. All right, so if somebody wants to follow up with you, Travis, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, You can contact me at uh, Travis at resellerconference.com, or you can just uh, Facebook message me. That's A lot of people do that too. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so last thing I want you to do is I want you to help somebody who is stuck because you've been stuck. You've been stuck. You pushed through it. Help somebody else who's stuck how they can get past that point. Uh, I'm just going to give you the same advice that worked for us. I think really working, you know, it's that whole thing you've heard before, working on your business instead of in your business. Take time to create those SOPs, to create those procedures, Um, even if it's just for you. If if this is a business that you want to invest in long term, it's not always going to be just you. And so you need to have that so you can pass it on to the next person, whether it's a contractor or an employee or a VA or whoever, your wife or whoever it is. Um, Really take the time to systematize your business because you will never regret it in the long run. It might be painful while you're doing it, and I I can attest to that, but um, in the long run, you're going to be glad you did it. Yeah, you create those expectations, then you can't be disappointed they didn't achieve the expectation if you weren't clear on what it was. And so by doing this, you really are 
you're, you're, here's what I expect. And if it doesn't happen, then we can have a discussion. You've earned that right. right. Love it. Oh, dude. Maximize all your assets. Travis, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I wish you nothing but success. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Great interview. Uh, I love what he's talking about, maximizing your assets. How many times, you know, I was just having this conversation about customers, and it's like, wait, you work so hard. You hear them on Shark Tank. What's your cost of customer acquisition? How much does it cost to get a customer? It's the highest cost. Retaining that customer is a heck of a lot cheaper. And so getting more sales from your existing customers are a lot cheaper. So if you have assets, customers, or products, those are assets. Designs, as we talk about with Travis, those are assets. There's value in them. What can you do to make more money on your existing base of business? That's really the premise of maximizing your assets. And I think his advice is really sound. What could you do on Etsy, right? Are you on Public? You heard me uh, interview Public. Cost you nothing to add all your designs over there, right? You might as well make a few bucks on the same design because if customers of Public, not necessarily customers of Amazon, not necessarily customers of Teespring, of uh, Redbubble, or there's a million other ones, right? And so... By taking that and putting the work in, and uh, so for us, we're doing it with Poshmark, right? We've added Poshmark to us. We're maximizing our existing um, assets. We're taking the same assets we have for sale, adding them to another channel. And I think it's solid advice, and I think it's, quite frankly, better than going to find more products sometimes. Just maximize what you have before you move on, and then you got the full capacity of it. Very solid advice from Travis. Um, Again, check out the conference. Um, I don't benefit in any way. I say that a bunch of times. But I benefit if you learn something and you get connection and you meet that person that helps your business move forward. To me, I benefit. That's just awesome. And that's all I want. That's all I'm ever asking for. So ecommercemomentum.com, ecommercemomentum.com. Take care. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.